0: Yes, people, how are you all doing? I hope you're doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brennan Pearson. So we are back with another solo episode. I've had a few questions in my DMs and a few questions on Instagram stories that people have wanted wanted me to dive into on podcast. So today, we are going to be talking about training splits and what is best depending on how many days a week you can actually get to the gym and obviously it also depends on what your goal is so starting off with we'll focus on muscle building the one that most people probably want to try and try and talk about and try and achieve so muscle building if you only have two days a week that you can get to the gym what is best what is the best thing to do we're not going to talk about individual exercises because that we can just dive in that completely and just get get lost on a tangent completely but if you've only got two days a week, what's the best thing to do? Some people might want to split it, upper body, lower body. However, I'm a big believer in frequency, especially if you're someone who is a beginner. Maybe you only been training for six months to a year, even two years increasing your frequency of training so how often that you hit each muscle group is going to help with both building muscle and also connecting with the muscle and getting used to exercises so if you think about if you're only doing squats once a week you're only going to be hitting squats 52 times a year but if you're doing it twice a week you're going to be hitting it 104 times or even just 100 times per year so you think about the motor patterns getting used to the exercise it's like this old saying practice makes perfect so if you are doing that exercise more and more the better that you're going to get out of it so if you're you can only train for example on a monday and a thursday they're the only two days that you can get to the gym because of work or whatever commitments then i would probably recommend full body all the areas that you want to tick in terms of exercises you want to cover a squatting movement for example a back squat or a leg press you want to cover a hinge movement or a deadlift movement for example a hip thrust an rdl a deadlift Anything like that. You probably want to throw in some sort of single leg movement to work on any imbalances. For example, one of my favorite exercises is a split squat or a rear foot elevated split squat, anything like that. So there's your lower body kind of covered. Then from there, you want to look at your upper body movements. You want to cover an overhead press, an overhead pull, and then a horizontal press like a chest press. And then a horizontal pull, like an inverted row, single arm dumbbell row, something like that. So you've got to tick all the areas, then you can throw in some core exercises. So as long as you're ticking all them boxes across the two sessions, that's absolutely fine. Now, again, like I said before, it can depend on what your goals are. But if you're focusing purely on building muscle and strength two days a week, that's what you're going to stick to. So full body training. Now we move on to three days a week. So ideally, if you're going to be doing three days a week, you want to have at least a one rest day in between each session. So for example, a train on a Monday, a Wednesday and Friday, and then you can have the weekend off. So this is a very typical kind of training regimen for a lot of people. Three days a week, I would probably say, is the minimum that I would expect from people if they want to try and build muscle. Three days would be ideal. So a few options that we've got here. You've got a push a pull in the legs so monday could be push which is like chest shoulders triceps wednesday could be a pull which could be back biceps maybe throwing a deadlift variation in there and then you've got obviously legs on a friday squatting and um, split squats leg hamstring hamstring, anything like that so you could split them across the week this is great if you are more of a bodybuilder who enjoys that kind of training focusing on that specific muscle group per like for, for one session rather than doing different ones i enjoy that style of training if you enjoy it perfect the best thing the main thing about training in things in terms of getting consistency and getting results is enjoyment like i always say enjoyment leads to consistency consistency leads to results i'm a big believer in that so if you enjoy that style of training perfect however you are then missing out on the side of frequency so you're not going to be hitting them muscle groups more uh, as, as frequent as possible so a little thing that i would think about doing again is going back to full body doing your full body monday wednesday friday However obviously if you've only got that one day recovery in between sessions you need to then look about the intensity and the volume that you were doing in each session. If you go in on a Monday and smash 10 sets of squats you're going to have ridiculous leg doms so on that Wednesday session you're probably not going to be able to do the same amount of squats or anywhere near so make sure you're controlling. Learn what your body's like. Start with maybe two or three sets of doing squats or whatever leg exercise you want on that Monday see how your body recovers and if you can handle a little bit more volume just slowly increase it as the week goes but balance out your volume like i said you could maybe prioritize certain movements for your full body movement so monday you could focus on a squatting movement uh, a horizontal press and like a, a bench press and then maybe a horizontal pull so you take tick- and them boxes there on that Wednesday, you could then go in and do some deadlifting. You could do some overhead pressing and some overhead pulling, like an overhead press and a lat pull down. And then on the Friday, you could mix it up. Maybe do something that you enjoy. Maybe throw some arm work in there. Maybe throw um, some incline pressing in there. Anything. It's just just to mix up your training. As long as you are ticking all the boxes across those three sessions, that's absolutely fine. So another option that you can go into would be something like an upper lower upper split or even the way around lower upper lower and just keep on repeating that so you could do monday upper body just covering obviously all the all the basics in terms of the upper body wednesday would be your lower body your leg movements friday could be your upper body so this would be something that people who maybe want to prioritize their their upper body movements maybe their legs are quite dominant and maybe quite and got a bit more muscle on the legs compared to the upper body and they want to prioritize their their upper body a bit more do that two days a week. Do one day a week doing doing lower body just to keep it ticking over. You could flip it if it's other way around. If you want to work on your legs, do legs Monday and Friday and do upper body on Wednesday. Or what you could do, which gets a little bit confusing if you listen to this, is probably going to make your, your mind work a bit. Monday, you could do could do upper body. Wednesday, you could do legs. Friday, you could do uh, upper body again. And then when it comes to the Monday, you would go lower body. Wednesday would be upper body. Friday would be lower body. And then you would literally just go back to the start. So it would be Monday, upper then legs and then upper. So you can just keep on rotating it. So one week you'll do two uppers, one lower. The next week you'll do two lowers, one upper hope that makes sense and it's not too confusing so it depends again on your goal you would have to as a coach i would probably look at your physique and see which muscle groups are more dominant if your upper body is more dominant we'll prioritize your, prioritize your legs for a little bit and keep the upper body on the back burner so that's what a lot of bodybuilders do with the look at the physique and prioritize muscle groups that they need to but at the end of the day like i said it's what you enjoy if you enjoy more bodybuilding stuff and focusing on muscle groups you will probably build muscle and grow if you do a push for legs however i think fr- frequency especially when you're starting out and you're not going to be lifting anywhere near the loads that experienced lifters and um, who can lift a lot more are going to be lifting so your body's going to be able to recover a lot quicker than like i said someone who's a bit more experienced so adding the frequency will definitely help excuse me drinking more. Well, i'm going to keep this rolling try and do it in one take so next one four days a week trying to build muscle what is the best split to do if you have four days to train now the way that i would probably split it for anybody who's just getting into lifting or just anybody in general would be a Monday, Tuesday, rest day on Wednesday, then a Thursday and Friday. Obviously these can, these can change depending on the day of the week, depends what you do. As long as you do two day on, one day off, two day on, and then you could have two days off after it or just keep on repeating it. So I would go upper body, lower body, rest day, upper body, lower body, rest day, keep repeating that obviously if you need to take two days off at the weekend that's absolutely fine if you can't if you can't train then reason being again we're hitting each muscle group twice per week we're getting enough frequency it's nice and balanced between upper body and lower body so we're not going to end up with stick thin legs and having a big upper body like a lot of people but like i said before you can alter this depending on your goals depending on what your body shapes like what you really want to prioritize another option that i've seen a lot of bodybuilders shift to now especially ones who do men's physique so for anybody who isn't into bodybuilding men's physique they wear they don't really show their legs too much in bodybuilding shorts so they wear board shorts so the need for big legs isn't as important but they do still train them so they would do a split like upper body lower body rest day then they would do then they would do a push and a pull day and then rest obviously maybe two days i'll just repeat that and maybe on the pull day they would throw in deadlifts just to get some um some hinge work, but that's the way they were split. So that's a little bit more upper body dominant. Again, you could split it the other way and go lower body, upper body, rest day, and then maybe prioritize quads on one day, maybe throwing a little bit of um, upper body pressing on there. And the next day could be your pull day with a little bit of hinging, so you're getting some hamstring work as well as back work. So you can again change it, but four days a week, I would definitely go for an upper body, lower body, rest day upper body, lower body, unless you're a little bit more experienced and you want to prioritize different body parts. Now, moving on to the last uh, last split, which is a five-day split. What would you do if you have five days to play with? Either, I would say to a lot of people who do want to build muscle, four or five days is probably all you need. I won't even touch on a six-day split, especially if you want to build muscle. The reason being is I'm a big believer in recovery. And if you're going to be doing a six-day split, you're only going to get one recovery day and you're going to be doing six days in a row and i guarantee if you are training with the right intensity pushing yourself especially working quite close to failure you're probably not going to be able to recover from that i used to do push pull legs push pull legs and then rest on a sunday and i found that my fatigue levels by the time i got to that, that even the, the second leg day and the fifth day and the sixth day and by the saturday i was completely done and i was really tired i felt fatigued i was overdoing caffeine because i had no energy Um, and I was absolutely drained, so I would probably recommend the two rest days per week, ideally two day on uh, rest day, three day on rest day, or two day on rest day, two day on rest day, and keep on repeating that, a two to one ratio is probably ideal for muscle building, so back to the point, five days a week, watch what I do, I would do something like a push pull legs, rest day, upper lower, rest day, and then repeat that, You can obviously alter it depending on what things you want to prioritise. If you want to prioritise your legs a bit more, I would do your leg day earlier in the week on, say, a Monday. So do legs, push, pull. I'm not really a big fan of doing legs, then pull, then push. Especially if you're throwing in like a deadlift variation on your pull days, the reason is obviously the carryover of fatigue from legs, which is a very, very heavy day. It should be a heavy day anyway. It's going to tax your central nervous system a lot. You're not going to be able to recover from it too much. And then if you're going into your next day being a pull day and you might have some heavy exercises like a deadlift, like an RDL or maybe a bent over row even. Not only is your lower back going to be tired, because I'm guessing on, on, on a leg day you're going to be doing some form of squats or anything like that, it's going to put a lot of load on your back. So your, your back's going to be fatigued, so you're not going to be able to lift as much on that pull day. But also, it's two quite heavy days in a row, so two big muscle groups. Your legs and your back are the two biggest um, muscle groups to train. Whereas a push day, your chest, your shoulders, the triceps, they're not as big. They probably don't need as much time to recover. So almost doing a heavier day on a Monday, doing, a, a, a say, a lighter day, as a push day on the Tuesday. Yes, you should still be training heavy. Yes, you should still be, be pushing yourself. But it's a little bit more recovery by the time it comes to that that pull day, you're a little bit more recovered. You can go all out because then you've got a next uh, rest day next. Then you would go lower body, upper body, rest and repeat. So, that could be an example for five days. So just to recap from the start, for this is for the specific goal of trying to build muscle. If you're someone who also wants to lose fat, I would still stick to this sort of split, maybe just adding in a little bit of cardio here and there. But back to the point, two days a week if you want to build muscle i would go two full body sessions probably leaving two days rest minimum in between each session just to allow that time for recovery it's not ideal if you're doing two sessions in a row for example on monday tuesday then resting for the rest of the week and going back to monday tuesday you're not going to it's not going to be as beneficial so try and give at least two rest days in between moving on to three days Depending on what your goal is, depending on what you prioritize, I would probably still stick to full body if you are someone who's a bit more beginner. If you're a bit more advanced, go something like an upper, lower, upper. Then when it comes to the next week, you go lower, upper, lower. So just flipping it around and just alternating between the two, just so you're getting balanced frequency between them. Um, And then, like I said, if you want to prioritize certain things, you can go uh, lower, upper, upper. lower upper lower if you want to prioritize your legs then over i can't even speak i'm saying that many things (laughs) upper lower upper if you want to prioritize your upper body and then push pull legs is also an option if you enjoy that more bodybuilding specific style of training but you are losing the frequency there then four days upper lower rest day upper lower is probably what i'd go for for most people again you can you can go upper lower rest day push pull keep on repeating that and then for the five days push pull legs and then a rest day and then upper lower but you can alternate the days as you need to so apologies if that went really crazy um, I'm not a massive fan of throwing in specific muscle group days I know a lot of people like to do chest days and do shoulder days and, and, and back days just specifically and then arm days as well um, for the majority of people Unless you're at the top, top level, like when like when like I said before, you are lifting a lot heavier. You are a lot more mature in terms of your lifting. You you understand how to control the weights. Also, you can lift, like I said, a lot, lot heavier. So you need that bit more recovery. I'm not a big fan of doing the chest days, back days, arm days, all that sort of thing. So trying to hit one or two, maybe three muscle groups per Session is probably more optimal for, for you. I'm not really sure if there's any top bodybuilders who listen to this podcast. So, for the generic person who's listening to this podcast, definitely try and get more frequency within your training. Now, that was just more specifically talking about building muscle. So, now we'll talk a little bit about if you want to be a little bit more functional with your training. So, it's a big thing. Obviously, CrossFit's massive these days if you're someone who wants to also build muscle, but also wants to keep some sort of cardio base, some uh, anaerobic capacity, um, aerobic capacity, sorry and kind of integrate a little bit of bodybuilding with the functional side, which is something I'm a big believer in, then you can do something slightly different. So two days, it would be simple, full body, two full body sessions, probably throw in a little bit of condition, like a Metcon, an EMOM or something like that, an AMRAP at the end of your session. Three days, probably stick to something a little bit more specific, the same, same thing, just adding in a little bit of condition at the end of your workout. You could do something like, say you do a Monday, a Wednesday, and a Friday in your sessions, Monday could be more of a strength day, you could do more of a conditioning day on the Wednesday, something like a 40 minute e or something on like the C2 bike, the rower Air assault bike, something, just any sort of form of longer bout of conditioning could be a 10k run, whatever whatever you specifically want to do and then the Friday could be back to more your strength hypertrophy work as well so mixing your training up like that again goes back to the point about enjoying it whatever you really enjoy doing whatever you're going to stick to that's what it's all about moving on to the four days again you can prioritize certain things you can go back to more of a full body and full body workout but again adding in that conditioning so monday session could be more strength full body strength session tuesday could be more a full body conditioning session wednesday you'll go into a rest day thursday again strength session full body strength session and then the the friday would obviously a bit more conditioning you can there's so many different ways that you could change your training up depending on what your goal is my advice to anybody who is looking into changing up the training or maybe has a specific goal for something is definitely get a coach because they will write you a plan and they can work with you and work around your schedule and write stuff down that's going to be perfect specific to you and ideal for your goals and your needs and your your schedule where you can work so definitely invest in the coach I myself have obviously done it years and years and years where you've tried to write out plans depending on your schedule and you end up chopping and changing. You can't find what's best. So definitely invest in a coach. I've already said I am going to get a coach um, to try and do my my program because I'm the same. I always chop and change and don't allow myself enough recovery because recovery is massively important. So one thing I think I'd I'd quickly just touch up on is the importance of rest because obviously that's one of the reasons why I haven't put in a six-day um, a six day split a six day routine is because i'm a big believer in rest now there is people out there who do things like active rest which i am a believer in. so technically you could be training six days a week one of them days could be be an active rest so i, I, I wouldn't call like an active rest could be something like going for a hike i guess that is i would still class that as a rest day but obviously it's still going to be quite intense you can do something like a zone two so if you i'm not sure if the podcast will be out yet but my podcast with brian uh, who's in the the british army he talked about zone training so zone two is nice and steady state you're keeping your heart rate relatively low just to try and build up a bit of aerobic capacity so it's very low intensity you're going to get a bit of a sweat on but it's more to help the recovery process so going for a 40 minute bike ride um just nice and gentle whether it's in the gym or outside of the gym on the roads something like that could be integrated to help with your aerobic capacity help with your recovery and it could be classes as a training day however we're not going to use that for this example so that's something you could do if you wanted to but rest is so important especially if you have that goal of trying to build muscle why the reason is if you think that you're training a specific muscle group we'll just take a push day for example on a monday you work your chest shoulders and triceps if you are training with a certain amount of intensity that that obviously we need to to stimulate um protein synthesis to stimulate sorry muscle growth then that muscle is going to need probably between 48 to 72 hours to recover. Obviously, it depends on the intensity, the weight you're lifting. So I'd roughly say two or three days recovery is needed. Now, if you do your chest, your shoulders, your triceps on a Monday, then on Tuesday, you go into the gym and you start trying to train your chest, your shoulders, your triceps, and a uh, muscle, try chest, shoulders, and triceps again on that Tuesday, then what you are going to be doing is hindering your progress. And one, you're not going to be able to lift anywhere near the weights that you were previously In two you're probably going to end up increasing what we call muscle protein breakdown which is literally just obviously breaking down the muscle that's what we do when we train when we train we break down the muscle when we rest and recover and consume protein and carbohydrates we are then stimulating protein synthesis which is what helps the recovery process helps us build more muscle and helps us grow stronger so if we are interrupting that recovery process and actually destroying the muscle even more our ability to recover is going to be less and less and less. So we need at least those two to three days to allow for recovery. Now, a lot of people like to use DOMS as a kind of way of regulating their recovery. If I don't have DOMS, it means I'm recovered. If I do have DOMS, it means I've trained hard enough. DOMS are literally, it's just muscle soreness. so the main mus- onset of muscle muscular soreness. God, I can't speak today, that is all DOMS is, so you might not train for a while, you might go and train legs, everyone gets DOM, DOMS, but most people get DOMS after legs, especially if you haven't trained in a while, that's just your body's not used to that sort of intensity, that sort of volume, and it can be a good indicator actually, if you are a bit more experienced and you train regularly, whether you've pushed it a little bit too far, if you're getting really, really bad sa- DOMS that are lasting three four five days and stopping you from training that's a sign that you know what you've pushed it a little bit too far that that session the next session we're going to take back the volume a little bit and try and get to a point where yes we're going to be sore for one or two days but by the time it comes round to our next training session we're going to be recovered and ready to go so doms are a good indicator of fatigue however they're not an indicator that the muscles recovered so if you turn chest on a Monday the next day that you go to the gym oh my chest isn't sore i feel fine i'm gonna go and train again that's not the right thing to do you want to give that muscle a little bit of time to recover at least in maybe two or three days especially if you train intense to to give it the recovery process and trust me there's bodybuilders now i follow a lot of bodybuilders who are at the top level some of them are enhanced some of them aren't who literally their train split is leg day that always have a rest day after a leg day because they're lifting that heavy weight they're training with that amount of intensity they're pushing themselves all the way to failure nearly every single set they need that full rest day the next day to recover so then when it comes to the next sessions that they're ready to go the central nervous system is firing which is another thing that needs to recover it's not just your muscles but your central nervous system your whole body needs to recover so they might train legs they have a rest day and then they will do their push and pull session once they do the push pull then they're going to have a rest day after that so it's pretty much one day on one day off two day on one day off one day on one day off two day on and they keep repeating it like that so they understand the value of recovery and how important it is for the body especially when they're lifting a lot of weight they're lifting at high intensities they're pushing to failure they need they know that they need that recovery because they found They might try two days in a row, they might try three days in a row, like a push-pull legs, and they're shattered and their body can't recover from it. So yes, really value your recovery. I've talked about the importance of sleep, which is probably, it it is the best way of recovery, the best means of recovery. So definitely invest in your sleep. And obviously, nutrition is massively important as well. And having that time to switch off mentally can massively help as well. So I'm going to wrap up this episode here. I've kind of covered all the topics that I wanted to cover all to do with obviously training splits and what is best depending on muscle build and what your goal is if there's anybody who got any more questions I'll happily cover them in a podcast the solo ones probably won't be any longer than half an hour so this is what like 20 20 something minutes um, so yeah I'll try and cover them as quick as possible straight to the point point. and as always if you have listened to the episode and enjoyed it remember to share it on your Instagram story tag myself at Brendan Pearson Fitness share it with a friend share it on Facebook copy the link over I message someone WhatsApp it stick it in your WhatsApp group whatsapp group just spread the word as much as you can i'm not on twitter so you can share it on twitter but i'm not on twitter so any shares would be massively appreciated and as always coaching inquiries one-to-one pt inquiries are all down below in the show notes if anybody wants to have a free consultation call or consultation session with me come along we'll have a chat and see how i can help you out so thank you very much as always for listening this has been process